Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Soul Wave. I'm your host, Mia, and um, wow, here we are, guys, the first week of 2021. How's it been? Honestly, for me, I don't even know. It's been kind of slow. I think I'm still trying to, like, integrate, I don't need like, energies from 2020 still. I don't know. I just, I don't feel, like, I feel new because I think collectively everyone's, like, new year, newness, so everyone's feeling that newness. However, things are a little slow for me. I feel like I'm in limbo. I feel like I'm just kind of, like, stagnant waters, like I'm waiting for another shift, but we're still here. We're rolling with it. I think it's only because... I'm still integrating information and um, guys, I got so much I have to catch you up on. It's tea time. Turn this shit up wherever you're listening to it. If you're driving to work, driving home from work, driving to school, driving around, getting groceries. I don't know if you're at the gym, if you're chilling in your bedroom, turn this shit up because I got some stuff to say before I get to that. I just want to say thank you guys. Oh my god, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. This shit is getting real. It's getting so real. <laughs> and it's all because of you guys, and I'm so eternally grateful for that. <sighs> if you guys ever wondered if I meant that when I say it, just know that sigh of breath is me trying to hold back that tears of joyness, that physical manifestation of that emotion of eternally gratefulness. <sighs> Oh, it feels good, but like, I don't want to cry in this episode because I got some shit I have to say. This shit was like literally life-changing. I don't know. Everyone's going to perceive it differently, but for me, the last couple of weeks, why I didn't record because I was dealing with all this and then insecurities, just like a whole fuck ton, like spiritual awakening part. I don't know. I lost count because I feel like when you first awaken to like there's a higher meaning to whatever it is in any form it's not just you know to crystals and sage and like reiki or just like chero like people have spiritual awakenings all the time everyone has spiritual awakenings even people who wouldn't consider themselves woke have spiritual awakenings in the sense of just like they want more from themselves or they want better and they start acting better and they start choosing better those are all awakenings to just like yourself putting that love back into yourself and I think that's beautiful however I believe that when um that first happens that that's that's it that's like the first like kick off from it and then it just keeps on happening over and over again throughout periods of your life where you just come into you know either deeper understanding or more meaningful knowledge whatever it may be you know I think there's levels, but not that levels are, you know, higher to a goal or not, but um, just how they impact you in your everyday life and your self-evolution and holy shit, nobody talks about, <laughs> nobody talks about spiritual awakenings or life changes and the phase of depression that comes after it, guys. Oh my god. After finding out all this information that I'm going to talk about throughout this podcast and the podcast to come, oh my god. Brace yourselves. I'm not saying you guys don't have the same reaction that I did. Maybe that's why I'm here to tell you guys that it's all good. But um, yeah, it's just been really hard because it's like 
everything you ever known, a rug pulled right from underneath your feet. Before everything can fall together, I'm a firm believer that it has to completely crumble into a million pieces so it can fall together. And um, yeah, I just saw like not my life flash before my eyes, but everything I ever known, everything I was ever taught, like just one, have a deeper meaning, but two, also like I have to throw out half of like my brain because it stored memories and knowledge and just actions and way of being and way of life and how I have to go through life out the window. It doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. I'm still here. We're working through it. We got this, guys. If you're going through right, this right now, I feel you. We'll make it out. But so let me let me take you guys back real quick. So when I took that little break, um, a lot of things were going on in my life. And a lot of things that I perceived negatively that I kept doing. For one, I injured my shoulder lifting weights. And um, I love to train. I love to be at the gym. I love to lift weights. I do not like to do cardio. So when I hurt my shoulder, I was in the mindset of like, okay, we still have to go to the gym and now we have to do hours of cardio, hours of walking on the treadmill, hours of the Stairmaster, bike, elliptical, whatever to maintain the way I look, the way I feel. And what I found that I kept going and going and I was just like, bro, I am so depressed. I don't want to be here. I, I do not find cardio enjoyable. It's personally does not resonate me for me. It doesn't work with me. And I was just having a miserable time. I was also being forced away from people in my life. Thank you, coronavirus, which I think was a necessary thing, though. After looking back at all these things, you guys will see why in a second. What else was going on? There was another, I wanted to say there was like three things that I was like, okay. Oh, here we go. I was in my head. <laughs> I had to think for a second. I was in my head about love. The show Lucifer, I was watching Lucifer and the main characters were just going back and forth at the time that I was watching it. It was really hitting. It was really resonating. One of the main characters was saying to the other main character, like, you know what? I am hurt and I do have walls built up because I'm afraid of getting hurt, but you're worth it. And I want to let those walls down. And I was like, oh my God, why don't I have that? I deserve that. And I was just so in my head about like romantic love and like really wanting like that TLC and that person, don't get me wrong, I still really want that person, but all in due time. And uh, one day though, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to stop renovating my house because I was in the middle of painting my brother's new gaming room. Stop that. I didn't go to the gym for the day. I did not try and put myself in bad moves by thinking about anything. And me and my brother got high as shit, 10.30 in the morning, got into this conversation because I was like, I really need to just like, I need to do something and um when I'm high I really enjoy being high because I have realizations that not saying that I normally don't have when I'm so sober but they just feel better when I have them so I enjoy being high to have these realizations so um we're in the car me and my brother and I'm telling him that I'm like taking a break for the day and he was like what do you mean by that I was like I just feel like I need to take a break and not do anything I just need to be a lazy sack potato couch potato and lay in my bed you know do my favorite things eat my favorite food do whatever comforts me instead of resisting because I just I don't know something's going on and I just need to like chill I think it's very important guys that we take breaks when I first no when I got Ricky the second time in September of this oh not this year <laughs> last year 2020 she told me she was like 
it is more than okay to take breaks. Everybody needs to take breaks and we have to allow ourselves to take breaks because we were programmed all our life that, you know, if you take a break, you're lazy and you're not putting in the work or that you shouldn't take a break for this long of a period because then you're extremely lazy and you have shit to do and you have priorities, but like nothing really matters in the long run because if we aren't good, if we aren't cool with ourselves, if we're off, then how can we put 100% into life when this is all we have? And I was like, you know what? I remember that. It was playing in my head. I was telling my brother, I was like, I just need to take a break. And he was like, I get you. And then we started talking about life. And I was like, bro, I don't know. I feel like I'm fucking up. I feel like I'm on the wrong path. I feel like, you know, with work, I'm not getting a lot of money. And I just feel so held back because I have all these things I want to do, especially with the podcast. Like, And my computer broke. So <laughs> that's another thing. I'm like... If I bend my laptop 90 degrees or over that, the screen goes off. Like, I can't even bend it past 45 degrees. It is literally looks like an acute angle, and I'm filming this podcast on right now. I have to bend down to see it, but we're still making it work. That's how I knew I also had to take a break. But I told him, I was like, I have to invest into a new laptop. I'm dying to get a new camera. I'm sorry, not a new camera, uh, just a camera in general. I, I've always been drawn to photography, and I've... I really want the professional gear to do that. I want to get a drone. I want to get a GoPro. I want to get the correct software uh, to like edit all these things. I want to get a desktop so I can, you know, like a PC so I can really get into it and put all my full like creativeness out there. And uh, I was just telling him how I feel really held back, especially with money, that I'm like not doing the right things. And then he, wow, I swear to God, talking to people, guys, I, I highly recommend it. You got to know which people to talk to. Honestly, my brother's a hit or miss sometimes, but he was on point that day. Like, where were you when you were 21? And he was like, I was living at our cousin's house, working up there with them at the catering restaurant, you know, that hosts parties as a dishwasher making, this is his exact words. He said, shit for dick and pissing it away. And I was like, that makes me feel so much better about myself because I think maybe all 21-year-olds should be doing that. Not necessarily. You know, some 21-year-olds are really set and they're ready to go. They're ready to, like, move in with the love of their life, married, have kids, you know. what? Full swing on that, guys. Good luck. I, that's what you want? Do it. Um, And he was like, honestly, Mia, like, this is making me feel better about where I was when I was 21 because you're going through the same thing. And I was like, wow. Wow. Then we laughed, we chilled, hit the bong a couple more times, and I was like, I really thought one of us was going to make it through college. really did. (laughs) He was like laughing. He was like, yeah, me too, but you know what? We're doing it our own thing. We're doing it our our own path, our own journey. I'm like, fuck yeah. So after that, I go upstairs, I'm like, time to be a lazy couch potato. And I lay in my bed, and I'm on Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, and I found a tweet. And it said something about the age of Aquarius. This is right before the 21st when Saturn and Jupiter conjuncted. And then that was the the exact date when we shifted into the age of Aquarius. Because before then we were in the age of the Piscean age. So um, I still don't fully know, can't really grasp what this all means. But there's a certain time period. I think the Piscean age lasts for like hundreds of years. Like it went back to Renaissance times. And um Ooh, is that thousands? I don't even remember. I have to go back to history class. But, um, so anyway, we're switching into the Aquarius age. And the Aquarius age is all about the, um, the feminine and getting really back in touch with, like, Earth 
discovering that, you know, we are one with the earth, but we are also one with the people. And I'm reading this thread. And then someone also sparked, they were like, also with this new age, um, a lot of people are going to start realizing that they are God. And that, that, that sentence took me back. I'm like, whoa, I'm God. And it got me excited for a second because my ego was like, holy shit, you're better than everyone else. But no, that's not necessarily what it meant. I continue reading the thread and it said, yeah, it's called the law of one. Not necessarily that everyone is God and that they are better than everyone else, but in the sense that we are our own God and we create our universe, our own reality. And I'm like, wait a second, this is hitting really hard. They had a link and I think it was the law of one dot info. If I'm wrong, I will link it in the um, podcast notes, but I clicked on that page and I'm reading through this. I'm like, this is changing my whole life right now. I need to find videos on it. So I go on YouTube, I click on search bar, I type in the law of one and one of these videos popped up and I clicked on it, but it was like in the middle of the series and I'm like, oh my God, where's the beginning of the series? I found this guy. Holy shit. I don't think I'll ever explain it as great as this man does. He really got to the point. I didn't read the books yet. I'm dying to read them. They're $100 for a set of five. So we'll get around to that eventually. But he has a playlist. This guy's name is Aaron Apke. I'll link it in the, the show notes as well. And um, oh my God, this man's changed my life. First of all, he has videos on everything about like the mind, the consciousness, the ego, how to astral project, how to meditate, but also on these books of channeling. So the law of one is actually a book series. However, it was a research project. This was an actual thing that took place in 1980s. And um, he just goes over and I watched a couple of the first videos and it fucking shook my entire core. And now I'm like, the whole day I'm like what the fuck nothing means nothing nothing means nothing and I'm just trying to integrate process these feelings and these emotions throughout the whole day and then eventually I saw my cousin Jennifer she was on the podcast once tweet something I call her up I'm like bro she's like bro I'm like I'm having a bad day she's like I'm having a bad day pull up so we pull up and I'm telling her all this and I actually filmed I recorded this conversation I will release it soon guys I promise of me just explaining what I knew at the time to her. And so that was my first like big like slap in the face. So after that night was over, I was just like, see Mia, when you listen to yourself and you take that break, look what the universe is trying to give you. They were probably trying to give me this for weeks because it was getting, it was like, I think two weeks before the great like Saturn Jupiter conjunction and this was exactly the energies that was going to be taking place and I was feeling them early but I feel like if I took that break a little earlier I would have learned it a little earlier however I took the break exactly when I needed to and learned exactly what I need to do in the correct moment everything is playing out exactly how it was supposed to play out so you know what I'm on the right path anyway so I was just like I just want to stress guys if you feel that your life is falling apart or even if you don't feel like your life is falling apart if you're tired if you're exhausted take the break give it to yourself it's okay maybe the universe is trying to give you some new information maybe you'll find it on a tweet guys I found this on a tweet and it literally shaked me up my whole way of living is different now because I found a tweet isn't that incredible (gasps) incredible eventually throughout the next coming of weeks I'm like trying to tell my friends this but they fully can't grasp some do some don't I don't think it was in the sense of how hard and like resonate it hit me because 
I was telling Jen about this and she was like, yeah, I learned this in philosophy class. And I'm like, and this didn't change your outlook on life at all. And she was like, I wasn't as woke as I was now at the time to like take that in consideration because I just felt the biggest shakeup of my life after learning about this. And, um, I was just trying to find my footing. And so when I was telling my friends and they didn't have the same reactions, I was like, maybe you guys don't get it or maybe they do. And it's just, not in the same resonance as how hard it was hitting me because I always knew about this law of one. It's part of the 12 universal laws and I don't remember all of them off the bat, but that would totally be a separate podcast episode. But, oh, you know what? Let me just get into this little excerpt that I want to read. So I found out if I can get like a synopsis. This is from SusanWalterArt.com. I'll link this as well in the show notes. But just to describe this law of one and what I've clicked on and just basically what I found out that Wednesday and what I've been trying to integrate into my life since then. And it says, The raw material, The Law of One, is a series of five philosophical monographs published between 1982 and 1998. In the early 80s, these books were authored by a non-human, multidimensional being named Raw through the process of trans-channeling, in which Don Elkins acted as the questioner, Jim McCartney as the scribe, and Carla L. Ruckert as the channel for Raw. The dialogue between Don Elkins and Rob was recorded, transcribed, and edited by Jim McCartney to produce the five books. So on the law of one.info, you can listen to all the recordings. I have not, only because she talks like this when she's channeling Rob, but like a lot slower. I just don't have the time for that. So I just watched all the videos the guy posted and said, and eventually, hopefully, I get around to reading them. That'd be awesome. I'm still like there's so much more I bet he said that I don't even know so let me just explain that little expert real quick because I feel like I have to um so it was a research study and this research study came about because um so the three people I mentioned Jim Carla and Don they were friends who every Sunday held a group of meditation and in this meditation group they some people were trying to channel at the time and some people were just trying to meditate and one time Carlo was channeling and Ra came through. They then had to set up this whole room. They had to have incense crystals a certain way. They had to light dim. They had to have candles burn. It had to set up, like it had to be at like a perfect angle. Everything had to be so precise so she can channel this through trance. Carla literally had no idea what was going on. She didn't remember anything. Midway she asked if she can read them. And then Don and Jim was like, you know what, we even have to ask Ra first because we don't know if that's going to interrupt with you channeling in a sense. Eventually, they let her read. Ra said, no, it's fine. She can read them. And um, channeled this multidimensional being named Ra. He is a, a social memory complex from the planet Venus six or two billion years ago, one of those numbers. And actually, 2020, they sent they uh, published a study that they just found out that a couple billion years ago, there was life on Venus. So it kind of matches up with the 1980s study, this research, this channeling experiment of Ra, who said there was life on Venus. And this was in the 1980s. He said this in 2020, it just confirmed that there was life on Venus. So basically, Ra comes and channels, is or sorry, gets channeled in 1980s to come back and relay a message that he has previously already spoken back in ancient Egypt and um I'm not going to get into all the details of everything like I promise guys if you do your own research and you look up the law of one actually no pause this podcast 
go to the show notes, look up Aaron Abke and watch the Law of One series or the first like three episodes and then come back and listen to the rest because this is all going to make sense. I just don't feel comfortable explaining it as well as he does. However, so Ra relays the message that we are all one and they ask all these questions like, all right, so what's angels? What are demons? Um, How do we, like if we're here to you know, learn the polarity of a negative versus positive, which doesn't mean either right or wrong. They're just opposites of each other. Um, How do we learn that? And he says through like psychological suffering. That's why we're here in human form. So our souls, our consciousness can choose that polarity. And if there's two paths, there's a service to others and service to self. The service to others, let's say, is the faster path. Not wrong just faster service to others will just mean you know you're going to reincarnate multiple times you're going to have to go through the densities multiple times to understand this however the service to self path never gets past like the sixth density because ultimately the answer is love and if they can't see that then they go through all these reincarnations again and they have to keep on learning the difference and the soul has to choose otherwise And then he talks about the chakras and how they align to higher dimensions and different consciousness. And that's why we have like people who are light workers and star seeds, because these are actually this um, evolved consciousness on different dimensions who come and help the people of this planet raise their consciousness, be aware, learn, and then proceed on with the evolution process of just consciousness. Because that's eventually, that was all that we had in the beginning. That's what honestly shook me the most because... I grew up Catholic, I think. Honestly, I don't even know. Um, That's how far out of the religion I was. My family was. My family never forced religion on me. I was in CCD, but I didn't even go because I was in soccer. And then I made my confirmation, but barely went to that either. And um, I just, because it never resonated with me. My brother's a big atheist or whatever he claims he is. I don't know. That was a couple years ago. He told me he could be different now. But um, yeah, I never was like, oh yeah, God created everything. That never felt right. Like there wasn't like a big bang and poof, that was everything. But he goes in and he explains all of this, Ra. And they basically said, you know what, you know, Jesus or no, sorry, not Jesus. God has no limits, however, but for God to be understood, God had to create something else. And when they say God, they're not even referring to like, you know, a person or like that thing that we look up to in church, right? The father of Jesus. God is us. We are the creator because ultimately the first everything there was, was a non-physical thought. It was a consciousness. It was a thought, you know, when you think in your brain, but you can't touch it. And then for this thought to understand itself, it evolved and created more thoughts. And then it was just never ending. And that's why the universe is infinite. And so basically, oh, promise guys, I promise, please go look at the videos, go do your own research, find this shit out, because truly, I think everybody should understand this, that we are all one, you know, the people you look on the street, we're the same person as them, that's why we need to speak more love into life, and I generally just think, why not, it feels good, right, and so after coming into all this information, and like consciousness, and ego, I've, (laughs) then, throughout my break, I tried shrooms, I was like, I need to try I need to, I need to do this because all I've ever heard about shrooms is like, oh, it's a, it's an ego death. It's a temporary ego death. And it's like, you'll never perceive reality the way it is again, because what it does, I don't know the correct science behind it, but shrooms basically shuts your ego up for that time being and allows you to just make full conscious decisions out of your heart. So let me explain this real quick. Cause I was thinking about this before when I was meditating, 
we are, as humans, I'll explain this from the feminine side because I identify as a female. I am mainly feminine energy. However, everybody, every person, I don't care what gender you are, what you decide to identify as, has what we call a masculine energy and a feminine energy. And they're not genders. They're just titles. There are the the masculine masculine is logic it's um aggression it's uh protecting and the feminine is creating it's emotion it's all this and he goes into it and explains it beautifully how you know you can't have one with the other without the other he even tells you how to heal those parts of yourself and i think it was incredible but for me speaking from a fe- mainly feminine energy because since i am in the female body i do have more feminine energy than the male that's actually one of the lessons I feel like we're here to learn how to make that balance no matter what gender you are to just balance you know logic and emotion I believe our heart is where we hold our consciousness is where we hold our soul and our brain our head is where we hold the ego I personally believe you need both but all we were ever taught was you know think think logically have reasoning don't act without consciousness i mean uh yeah don't act without is that it i could think maybe it's um consequences no don't act without consequences like think about the consequences that you can have don't do something because it feels right you know and i believe you know what follow your heart no matter what i mean i have this podcast this is my heart i'm on the right path people should be telling me i should be in college i should be getting a real degree But I'm here doing this and I'm telling you, fuck them because I feel in my soul, I'm listening to my consciousness, my true original voice, my God, God, I am God. And I am telling myself to do this because this is where my heart is. This is where my soul, my consciousness, this is what feels right. This is what floods me with emotion. This is why I cry all the time on the podcast, right? Because that's physical manifestation of an emotion, things that we only ever have, energy, right? And he explains that too. I forgot the most important part. He explains energy, vibrations, how it all manifests, manifests how this earth was even created and how we have archetypes and that everything is an archetype. And then you have other universes with other different archetypes and that, you know, we got the tarot from Venus and Ra comes and he shows the Egyptians how to heal. That's how the pyramids were built because they built like Ra, they built them for the Egyptians to show that you know what you can tap into this you have to tap into this because all they ever knew was war and we were really getting stuck in this polarity of service to self all the time and not choosing to love others instead of choosing to conquer them and having power and thinking power was good instead of seeing everyone as equal and always creating that that push and pull so with vibration with energy I truly believe that love is always the answer you have to do everything with love you have you should not be moving from a space of logical i mean don't get me wrong your uh, head should follow but your heart is walking in front your head's on a tight leash behind it ever since finding this all out i've just been oh so overwhelmed guys like i can't even lie it's very overwhelming information when you first find it out if you do have that feeling hit me up i would love to talk about it let's discuss It made it all easier once, let me get back to what my story, sorry, off track, shrooms. When I tried them, I had a complete ego death. Um, I will totally get into that experience more on another podcast. I I cannot wait to talk about that. I swear to God, guys, that was, I highly recommend it. Everyone should try it. I don't think it's a drug. I don't think it's bad. It's from the earth. 
That's why I'm a big advocate of weed as well from the earth. These things were given to us. Gaia, Mother Gaia gave us, granted these tools for us to use to experience this. So then we know that we have this experience. Now we have the polarity that we can always be in this. We just have to put the work in. We have to choose it. It was so life-changing to like act from my heart. Because don't get me wrong. It could be risky, but I think it's only risky if you haven't understand what compassion was and if you walk around acting like a dick and treat others shitty. I feel like I've been around the block long enough to know how to treat others with kindness. So every action I was making was truly just heart-based and what I wanted to do. Also, accordance with acting correctly in society and not treating others like a dick. I was just really just speaking my truth. I was having a incredible experience and... I realized that I was all in my head though and everything that I was talking in my head was all from me and this is what I wanted to speak on because I think a lot of people nowadays oof, because of society thinks that we cannot control our thoughts and I found out we can very much control our thoughts if anything our thoughts are there just to teach us the psychological th- suffering and that's why I think depression anxiety is a thing because people get fed up in these thoughts and these thoughts just arise like if we had a choice but we don't choose these th- these thoughts and the guy Aaron Abke if you watch his other videos and about ego will totally go into this oh so amazingly and um help you understand your mind which honestly the whole reason I'm doing this podcast is because I wanted to speak on that part I have struggled for as long as I can remember with meditation. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was talking to others. They were like, it's so easy. And I was telling others I have the same or they were telling me I have the same problem. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to close my eyes and say, um, it sounds right. It feels right. But then my thoughts come and my thoughts distract me. And like, you're not supposed to engage with your thoughts and blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And I was just like, I don't know, man. How do you meditate? People say you have to be aware. You have to be present. You have to be in the moment because it truly all we have is the moment we don't have three seconds before I say these words and I don't have the three seconds after I just said those words we only have this moment and what he also mentioned the guy is saying that you know what to really be you have to be aware you can't when your head starts going away and you start thinking negative thoughts you have to catch yourself and um I I think I mentioned that in my last podcast episode which I think is a great tool to learn how to start being more aware of your thoughts and what you're thinking and then you can fix what you thought what you're thinking therefore you can manifest your own reality and create your own reality and now you are god and you're choosing the service to others path or maybe service self whatever path you choose but just manifesting creating living for real because you're aware of your thoughts and you know what you can manifest a great example i'm reading the four agreements and Thank God I took this break because I just started reading this book. And if I have read this book before I took the break and I learned about this stuff, it would not have hit this hard. But the four agreements is basically four universal laws to like basically live by about words of how they speak. And um, they say in the four agreements that words manifest. Look at Hitler. Hitler spoke words of destruction and fear and they beautifully manifested into destruction and fear exactly what he wanted because the mind was fertile for that. The mind did not know better. The mind agreed. The mind did not know how to move from its heart. Damn, bro. I was reading that and I was just like, 
a big slap in the face. Like, yeah, if the mind is fertile enough, if you can control your thoughts, if you're aware of your thoughts, where do you manifest? People who are hypochondriacs aren't controlled of the thoughts. All they think are, oh my God, I'm so sick. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Bro, why would you engage in thoughts like that? Don't, don't get me wrong. Actually, no, that's not even what I want to say. I'm really hype right now because this is something I'm really passionate about in my mind, energy, everywhere. Let me calm down for a second. I don't believe that anybody would choose those thoughts that I'm fat. I am ugly. I am a terrible writer. I am poor and like bad in school. Why are we engaging in those thoughts? One that other people were telling us, but two now we're telling ourselves. Isn't that fucked up? I'm done telling myself that. I look in the mirror now. I'm like, you are beautiful inside and out. You are skinny inside and out. Mwah. You speak love all the time. Words manifest. And if your brain, you know, instead of saying you're you're beautiful you look in the mirror and you say you're ugly in your your mind catch yourself next time you look in the mirror guys this is the easiest way I can like tell you to start learning how to control your thoughts because I know we all everybody and their mother has body image issues thank you society another polarity though it's just an experience now we get to learn to choose what we don't want now we can choose what we do want Every time you wake up, you look in the mirror and you're like, "Mm, I'm looking a little thicker than usual or I'm a little skinnier than I wanted to be. I should probably put on more pounds or, you know, my acne is breaking out. Whatever it is, instead of saying that or thinking that thought in your head or as soon as you think that thought, catch yourself. Be like, nope, I'm beautiful. Tell yourself that otherwise, even if you don't believe it, because as soon as you keep telling yourself that every time you stop, you're breaking that pattern down. I promise you guys it gets easier. Just keep you have to keep working at it. It might take you you know, however long it takes, but you will get there. Because I've experienced this in the last five weeks and that's what I've been doing. So as soon as you start engaging with your thoughts and you choosing otherwise and you tell yourself, you know what, in my brain, I am beautiful. You know, I don't believe it today, but I'm beautiful otherwise and we're going to stop that thought right there and let's move about our day. Let's be aware. What are we doing next? I'm sitting here, I'm recording a podcast. I'm aware. And guys, I promise, I promise as soon as you start changing those thoughts you will see the environment change around you that's why you know the saying the rich get richer and the poor get poorer because you engage with your thoughts if you believe whatever you believe will manifest in reality you are creating your universe that's why i said you are god you are creating your universe by your thoughts your consciousness change your thoughts change your your surroundings you have to believe before you see it you can't see it before you believe it and that's what society and everyone has fucked up I'm sorry. That's my belief. I'm very strongly on it because I know firsthand. I've seen it all my life. Just more aware of it the last two years, three and a half. I don't even know. Lost count since my spiritual awakening in 2018. That whatever I think manifests. If I thought my ex was cheating on me, he was cheating on me. If I thought my ACL was torn, it was. That's... Even even in the worst case scenarios, guys, when you were so sure of everything, like I just was thinking about like that ACL story, what I just said, that like everyone's going to be like, yo, but how else? What else do you know? And exactly, the what else did I know? All I knew is that that feeling correlated with that, that thing. And all I did was ter- tell myself in my head, I was like, yeah, I tore my ACL again. Yeah, I tore my ACL again. Yeah, I tore my ACL again. It could have been anything. It really could have. Magic exists, guys. There is magic in this world. Miracles happen. And you want to know how they happen? It's how you change your thoughts. The rich get richer. The poor get poorer. 
If you don't believe you're beautiful, you will be ugly. If you don't believe you're smart, you will be stupid. It's polarity. They're not right and wrong either. There's no such thing of right and wrong. (laughs) When they say it's a lot easier said than done, it really is. But I think for people to get there, they need the understanding. I hope I'm explaining it right. I don't know if I am. Maybe it'll hit. Who knows? But look, that is... That was literally live and in flesh, my ego just interacting with you guys. Me second-guessing myself. It's cool. I can't engage in that thought anymore, though, because I was going to say I'm right, but, like, I'm also wrong. Who knows? Whatever. Moving on, though. Once you start being aware that you can control your thoughts, as soon as you start thinking, like, something else. Like, recently, somebody around me had coronavirus, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sick. Bro, I feel fine. Physically, check in. Be aware. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Feel your heels. Move it up. Feel your kneecaps. Enter your brain. Enter your heart. Touch your hands. You're aware. Does anything feel wrong? If it doesn't, then don't engage in that thought. And even if it did, you are a healer. You can literally manifest, like, healing yourself. Like, that's how powerful we are, guys, no matter what. Did you hear those miracle stories of people who have cancer and then automatically, all of a sudden, they don't have cancer anymore? Because they enga- they didn't engage in those thoughts. And instead, they decided to live present and instead of worrying about the future, like, oh, I'm going to die in six months. Let me worry about that every day. No, they lived. They truly lived. They didn't engage in any thoughts. When in the back of their mind, playing with, like, grandkids, like, I have to soak this moment up because I'm going to die in six months. No. They didn't engage in those thoughts. You cannot engage in those thoughts. Don't engage in those thoughts. Tell yourself positive things. Even when your reality is absolutely shitty and your environment around you feels worse and you're perceiving it in a negative way, no one, it's all an experience. It's all part of the journey. Now it's just teaching us what we don't want. So let's choose differently. Let's tell ourselves differently. Let's control our brain. Because our ego is just something that we develop to give us this psychological suffering. We don't need it. I believe we do, but others say we don't. Agree to disagree. But we can definitely silence it and then start living a more peaceful life and start being more aware and really enjoying the day. Another great example Aaron Apke said in one of his other videos about the ego is that a lot of us are never aware and present in the moment. We're always like, you know, um, when I get home from work, I'll be happier. Now you're home from work and you have to do the dishes. When I do the dishes, I'll be happier. And now you do the dishes. Now you're sitting on the couch and you're like, oh shit, I have work tomorrow. Okay, when I get home from work tomorrow, I'll be happier. No, you cannot think that. You cannot think anything like that. He, he, he said a trick. He said, when you feel your mind doing that or when you're not enjoying the present moment, say, and then what? And then you're going to get home, you're going to do the dishes and you'll be happier than you are right now? No, because that's not even guaranteed. As crazy as it sounds, like the world can blow up right now, guys. In the middle of this podcast, it really can. Next two seconds, bam, we can all be dead. It's not guaranteed. You cannot be more happier in the future than you are right now because all we have is the present moment and that's how you meditate. I actually, for once, or recently, for once a couple weeks ago and now recently, learned how to meditate. Meditate. I channeled... Sorry, guys can't talk (laughs) I channeled God hence the title I channeled God I channeled myself I listened to my heart every time a thought popped up in my head like I had the heater running in my room and I'm like oh let me tune into the heater and just focus on that white noise but then I'm like oh the heater I remember this one time I was 
like talking to a guy and he said oh I need like a, a little space heater and I said uh what and he was like yeah I was referring to you and I was like are you flirting with me and I engaged in that thought and I was like you know what okay let's stop it right there let's say okay to the thought and let's go back let's focus focus on the breathing let's be aware of our stomach going in and out let's be aware of the air and how it feels through our nose and then when another thought popped up like what am I going to say on this podcast be like okay and then quiet our mind. And then, since I was actually meditating, though, to figure out what I wanted to speak on on the podcast, my thoughts started to travel in a way that I wasn't familiar with, but they felt so good. Don't get me wrong, now I'm engaging in thoughts, but it wasn't even, in a sense, thoughts, because I was speaking, I was very aware of what I was telling myself. I was sitting in my head, I mean, sitting in my bed, in my head saying, okay, Mia, so we're going to talk about meditation because I know so many people have questions about it. And we are going to first talk about saying thank you because you really mean it. Don't forget that. You always have to say thank you. And I was like, absolutely. And then it just traveled and went on. And I wrote out the script of what I want to talk about. And I truly think that is meditation, just being aware or you don't even have to like have an attention to get answers or to figure something out. You can just meditate to learn how to be aware. And when you first start meditating, guys, I want to give you a heads up. Sit. Um, I recommend setting up. If you lay down, you may fall asleep. Get somewhere comfortable. You don't have to crisscross applesauce. Play like a white noise sound. Something that isn't going to talk to you to get distracted. And um, close your eyes and breathe. And you'll go in and out. Three seconds, you'll be focusing on your breath. And in three seconds, you'll probably be engaging with your thoughts. But that's okay. Just say okay to the thought and move on. Back to your breath. In and out. And you're probably the first time if you ever struggled with meditation. This might not even last like two minutes. Two to five minutes tops. Because it takes a while to build up. Because your ego is so active. Your ego is so new. And you're still new to trying to dismantle that pattern. It's something we were taught for all of our existence. It's not going to go away like that overnight give yourself time and um breathe definitely don't forget to breathe breathing is the most important part a lot of people just focus on their breathing instead of white noise and just shut everything down literally just be do not be in your head don't be like am I doing this right am I meditating did I do it did I do it no like literally just sit there don't yeah don't think of anything I know that's hard but when you do engage in a thought don't beat yourself up for it don't be like fuck now I ruined the meditation just be like okay and move on continue breathing and just be just be aware just be aware that you're sitting in your room right now you're meditating you're laying down you're listening to white noise be aware don't think about it just be feel the sense hear it I was gonna say taste but that's definitely not or maybe taste I don't know swallow your spit whatever makes you happy whatever works for you too these are just the tips that I've learned through Aaron Apke and I applied them and I can tell you they work. But you really need to figure out your own thoughts first. I don't think anyone can meditate without figuring their own thoughts first because before then it's so fucking hard. But now I've been doing it every day, five minutes before I even wake up. You know, I, my alarm goes off, I shut it off, but I lay in bed with my eyes closed. I'm still extremely tired, but I'm awake and I'm aware. Those five minutes before and you, you go to sleep and after you wake up are prime time theta waves, beta waves, where you're in that flow of consciousness because your brain isn't fully awake yet. It takes a minute. It has to warm up like a car. 
so yeah, guys, that is this week's episode. I hope I got out everything I wanted to say. I think I did. If you guys have any questions, hit me up on the IG page. You can follow at the Soul Wave Podcast, or you can hit me up on my personal, which is at m1a.9. I love when you guys hit me up and you tell me your beautiful stories. They are so amazing. They really hit home too sometimes. Or you know what? Just another memory that I get to store in my brain. Another experience that you guys bless me with, which is so awesome. And um, I hope you all try this out one day. I hope you all succeed with it. I hope it's easy because I know how fucking frustrating it can be. It's like everyone says meditate. Just be. How the fuck do you just be, bro? I don't know. But now I know. And um, definitely, definitely start with your thoughts first. Thought, start with that brain. And controlling those thoughts. Every time you engage with something that doesn't feel good, a negative experience, you can say, stop yourself. When you start thinking about somebody that, like, made you mad, stop yourself. Be like, okay, I'm aware of this. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll engage in it for 30 seconds. I'll be like, this person made me mad because they did this. And I don't like when they did this because this one went that. And then stop. Go about your day. That's all. Start being aware with your thoughts. And I promise you guys, as soon as you are aware of your thoughts, it makes it a whole lot easier to meditate. Now, because it feels like you're actually doing something. Because you are aware that you are not your thoughts. You are not thinking that. Your consciousness is aware of your thoughts. Your consciousness, your heart is a whole separate thing than your head. And um, you can do it. I know you guys can do it. So, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.